This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burroughs Memorial Day sale at burrowcom slash ACAST. That's burrowcom slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello, everyone, and this is the Idiot Culture Podcast. Uh, I'm Kevin Rogers, and my co-host here is Liam Buggy. Hi, everyone. And this is episode one. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's a little uh, funky to start something new, right? Yeah, so- it's, it's very, it's very, it's weird to start something new. But like, we wanted to start this podcast. Uh, I came to Liam, say a month ago, a couple months ago, yeah, and yeah. we were thinking, hey, like, we have all these conversations online when we're gaming and. Uh, when we're just hanging out, we're like, we, we should we should post a podcast because yeah, it's pretty interesting stuff <laughs> sometimes. <laughs> Most of it, yeah, yeah. And, uh, <laughs> a, a podcast is a good excuse to uh, get some more interesting conversation in too, right? Rather than mostly talking about what game we're playing. <laughs> Abs- absolutely, and it's just it's fun to uh, just be out in the world and and, and learn stuff. Yeah, but, yeah um, definitely. Yeah, so this is our first ever episode. Uh, basically, the rundowns what we're going to be doing is we're going to be listing off stuff uh, about COVID. Um, we're going to do our favorite movies, uh, yeah, Netflix shows that are out right now that are so good. Um, a lot of stuff we're going to cover, uh, but mostly uh, the whole origin of this podcast is to talk about pop culture, gaming, everything you need to know um, from two idiots. Yeah. And that's uh, <laughs> <laughs> the idiot opinion on just about everything. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, that's yeah. about it. It'll be yeah, mostly general chit chat stuff we're interested in. Like we'll start off with uh, favorite movies, sort of thing. Like Kevin said, a good idea to show you our interest, what we're into. You might be able to see how we look at some things. Yeah. yeah. Um, so why don't we just start away right away? Yeah. Uh, um, you want to go with your favorite movies? You wanna- yeah. See, I was thinking about this and like. <sighs> I, I'm trying to really, because we had a conversation before, me and you. Yeah, I tried to plan some of it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We were trying to think of like, like 
what are actually good movies, mm-hmm. right? Um, I think I know in my top three. We'll name our top three. Okay. I in my top three, I, I can't rank them, but they're just they're, they're there. in there. Yeah. They're in the top three. Um, one has got to be Jurassic Park. Really, Jurassic Park. I started watching Jurassic Park when I was like six or seven years old. Yeah, I loved it. Loved every second of it. It was just. It just I couldn't get enough dinosaurs. I was a dinosaur <laughs> kid, you know. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> it it was great. I loved it. And then I think another one had to be like I'm really into the Marvel universe. Me too. Yeah, yeah. I'm really into it. <laughs> yeah. So probably Spider Man. I always loved Spider Man, uh, but I don't know which one. I think one of the original ones, one of the original Spider Man, the Raimi Spider Verse. Yeah. 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 Um, Toby Wise the best. Toby, yeah. <laughs> you know what? He's underrated, but like everyone's just like, oh, you know, uh, what's what's his new the new kid's name? Tom Holland. Tom Holland. Yeah. Tom Holland. He's like, oh yeah, he's he's great. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, he is good. Absolutely, he fits the role of the the comics, right? Yeah, high school, high school nerdy, kid. Because yeah. <laughs> Toby McGuire did not look like a high school no. kid. No, <laughs> yeah, he was he, he was a full grown. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But I, I just feel like the whole Spider-Man role itself, I felt like Tobey Maguire did a lot better. Absolutely, at, yeah. Um, where he, like, I think Tom Holland is a better Peter Parker, where I think a better Spider-Man itself, what I want to see, is Tobey Maguire. Yeah, Tom Holland has like the nervous teenager act down. And one of the bigger complaints, too, I hear about uh, Tobey Maguire's Spider-Man is that he doesn't have all those quips that Spider-Man mm-hmm. does, all these quick, witty jokes, but I, I think it's nice to have more of the emotional tie-in to it where he takes stuff seriously it actually affects his life where some things with tom holland are like that too they're good especially far from home the second one was much better than the Mm -hmm. first tom holland spider-man movie so that changed a bit but i do think they're both good i do really like both of them yeah they're great they're great and i i don't i might have to think about the third one i'll let you take your uh, your shot because i had to think about my third one because there's been so many great movies i don't know if i want to go for more because i was trying to think of more like action and then maybe a comedy or maybe like a romantic comedy or a a horror i'm not big horror but there's some good movies that are from horrors but i have to see for my third one but i'll let you go for this one and uh all right, sounds good. I'll, I'll get the first one of the way, knock all the Spider-Man stuff out. I really like <laughs> Spider-Man Into yeah. the Spider-Verse, the animated one that Sony put out. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, it's so well done. Oh, so and, good. You know, like, the voice acting is really good. The plot's really good. It, it's just everything is wonderful about yeah. it. But to switch it up a little bit, I'm thinking 8 Mile was my favorite movie for the longest time because Eminem was the first rapper I got into. I really love rap. It's a great movie. It's really well done, well acted again, right? Mm -hmm. And thinking about my third, I could not think of this for the longest time. (laughs) I was going to go with Spider-Man 2, like the Tobey Maguire one with Doc Ock. That was great. But I'm thinking one movie. I've only ever seen this once in theaters, but it's still definitely up there. Fury. The uh, Tank Fury? movie with Shia LaBeouf, Brad Pitt, oh, I think. Okay, yeah. okay. It's been years since I watched yeah. it, but there's something about that movie that just really gripped me where I don't watch movies like that. Yeah. But it was so well done, so dramatic. Everything was played out just wonderfully. Yeah. And uh, I think I'm going to rewatch that movie, actually. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You, you know, like, it's funny to say because I hate Shia LaBeouf. Really? <laughs> yeah, I hate him and I hate Miles Teller. Is that his name? 
I'm bad with actors. So like he's the me. he's the one from like Divergent. He's the bad guy. He's the one from um, the new Fantastic Four movie. I've I've never got around to those because I've just heard every Fantastic Four movie has just been god awful. Yeah. Well, the old ones were with Chris Evans. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I've heard a few things about that. Yeah. Um, but no, I I don't really like them. But I I found out my third one. Mm. My third one is Ready Player One. Oh, that's have you a good seen one. Ready Player? Or, yeah. Oh my god, man, that like you were saying about that your last movie you're just choosing, it like it like. Tensed up my butt. <laughs> like, I was so nervous. Yeah. I was like, oh, God. I was just on the edge of my seat just wanting to see, like, what's going to happen next. So Yeah, that movie was intense. And oh. growing up as a nerdy gamer, yeah. so many good Easter eggs in oh. that. Like, you see, like, every video game character. like, And it's really well done with hundreds of subtle Easter eggs. But it, it doesn't feel like yeah. it's forcing them down your throat, right? Absolutely. So that's a good pick. Oh, it's... it's- it's a movie I could watch over and over and over again. But uh, speaking about over and over and over again, <laughs> Netflix shows. Okay, yeah. Okay, let's talk about watching. these Netflix shows. All time okay. Netflix shows. You can just rewatch over and over. Oh, I have a couple of those. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so do you want to start? Sure. Uh, start off with the repeats. I am huge on comedy. 90% of everything I watch yeah. is a comedy if it's not some MCU movie or something like that. Um, so I know that we both share these favorites. Archer yeah. is yeah. really good. Yeah. It's so funny. It's a great show. Life in Pieces is, was a wonderful recommendation that you gave me, actually. Yeah. Where it, I don't know, it didn't seem like it appealed to me. Kevin kind of pushed me to, uh, to give it a watch, and I did. And the first episode, and I was howling. Oh, it's, it's such so a good show. funny. Yeah. Um, Trailer Park Boys is a great one. Mm-hmm. We just got Luke on that, which is nice. Mm-hmm. So I have someone else to <laughs> understand these references that I make all the time. Mm-hmm. And then just a lot of classics like The Office, Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Those are really good. And I can watch those a hundred (laughs) times. Yeah, for me too. I think the exact same. You know, uh, Archer, you can watch endlessly and it's still hilarious. (laughs) The Office, Steve Carell is just one of a kind. I think he's like the best um, actor in like a kind of like a TV series. Yeah, because you really believe he's an idiot. He is... He, I don't know how he does it, but he every single time I just see him like he he makes me laugh like I did the first time I saw it. Yeah, <laughs> and it's it's incredible. Um, The Office. I know you're not a big fan of Friends. I used to, I love Friends. Yeah. Um, the laugh track. You either hate it or you love it. Um. Yeah. And it's it's like that. But Friends, Archer, um, Life in Pieces. Like I said, Life in Pieces so is good. another one yeah. that's just you just watch over and over again. <laughs> Uh, before I get, you know, called out for not liking Friends, because I understand that <laughs> fan base of that, I do like it. I watch the whole show, like, on Netflix in order once, and I like when random episodes come on again, but it was good, but I, I don't think I'd rewatch it, more or less just because I have all these other options that yeah. I, I just like a little bit more. Oh, yeah, yeah. more variety, right? Yeah, exactly, so. right? But it's, it is a good show. It's just not my favorite. Absolutely. Uh, I have an idea for moving on. I think we should talk about games a little bit because I know yes. that's going to be big on the podcast sure. here. We are very big gamers. Especially because <laughs> the new consoles are coming out too. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I I don't know if I'm going to get them. I wasn't you know? thinking about getting one either. Yeah, yeah. It, it's hard when we play on PC too, right? Mm-hmm. So it, it's just a lot easier to keep updated with that. Not every game is going to require all these 
you know big expensive pieces of hardware like mm-hmm. the computers we have now can run just about anything yeah uh, but we do play a lot of games a lot of stupid ones uh, too <laughs> it's great like you know the two dollar indie games oh, the best granny simulator Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. Human fall flat. <laughs> yeah, human fall flat's a great one. Yeah. Uh, just or hand simulator. Yeah, that's a tough one. Annoying, like insanely frustrating. Yeah, <clears throat> like that was just rough to play. Yeah, it, it, it's as a fidgety person who, who doesn't like fine tuning things like that. Like it's very frustrating mm-hmm. to actually learn how to play that game because everything is so precise and every mistake you make is detrimental Mm -hmm. like you can put yourself in a much worse position than you were before and it only takes a second and it's one of those games that just makes you mad very easily yeah yeah so like let's go back in time there's got to be one game that Mm -hmm. really got you into gaming Um, the one game that Set you over to just like, ah, oh, I'm just going to play for fun where I'm playing competitive. I oh. want to do this. I'm playing online. I'm playing all this um, this stuff online. What was that one game for you that was like, okay, I kind of like the competitive edge of gaming. Yeah. Um, let's see how it is. That might be a tough one because looking back, I loved Halo growing up. Halo was great. I played a little bit of Call of Duty here too, but yeah. it was more for zombies. And I'd play Halo online, but I wouldn't care too much about winning or losing, so I don't know how competitive I got with that. Yeah. But I remember the first game I actually tried to go into competitions to play competitively, get a high rank, all that sort of stuff, was probably Smite in high school. Oh, yeah? Um, you played Smite a little bit, right? A little bit, yeah. Yeah, so... For anything, for anyone that doesn't know what Smite is, it's a MOBA similar to Dota, League of Legends, except it's all based on different mythologies. You play as gods like Zeus, for example, Hades, and it's it's run a little differently than a lot of the other ones. It's shorter matches. It's not as competitive. It's easier to get into, whereas Dota and League of Legends are insanely competitive, very toxic mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> player base too. Yeah. Um, Smite's a little more friendly. Not that any MOBA is great. But I had a team of five friends in high school, well, four friends and me, who consistently played it. We all liked playing really well, so we joined like the competitive league for it. Um, and we tried to get our rank up, so we never got too far with it. But that was one I really liked. I tried to get better so much. I learned the mechanics of the games, learned how attacks work with more in-depth mechanic like hitboxes and uh, frames and everything, like yeah. the inner workings of the game. Uh, what about you? What got you competitive? Oh gosh, see, I didn't start gaming till later. Yeah. Um, until I actually got my PC. Yeah, because you mostly just played sports games I played up until a then. Lot of sports games. I didn't play online because I never had good internet connection <laughs> from where I was. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I was out in the boonies, so I never played online. I just played, um, like I played uh, EA EA games, um, as in like NHL. MLB, all that kind of stuff, all the sports games. Yeah, they're fun. Um, also play like Red Dead, but also just <laughs> like solo player. And that's it. Um, and it wasn't until, jeez, till we started playing together. I don't even know what we started playing together. And really, um, and until I was like, maybe I was playing Fortnite for a while too. Maybe that's maybe what started it all. <laughs> I know okay. it's bad to say, but like, yeah, I won't judge you. Yeah, don't judge yeah. me. Yeah, <laughs> that's like actually my first. I think Fortnite was my first ever time going like online, actually like playing against like, people okay, trying I to can win. Do this. I can do this. I yeah. want, I want to actually win. Okay. You know, 
Um, and I was actually like thriving for that first place goal. Really? Um, but yeah, I never played like the Call of Duties. I never played any of that yeah. kind of stuff because I never found it. I I did the solo campaigns again. I didn't have much internet. I couldn't go online. Yeah. So I I knew I was gonna be just trash. You know. <laughs> yeah, it's a big difference from the single player yeah. to online, right? Because there's a lot of people that take games, especially Call of Duty, very seriously. Yeah. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I think it was like when we started playing together, I started taking video games very seriously. <laughs> yeah. If we lost, we get super mad. Oh this yeah. This is one game uh, me and Liam play. It's called Brawlhalla. <laughs> and it's okay. like kind of like a um, Super Mario Melee. Is that what it's called? S- Super Smash Bros. Super Smash yeah, Bros. Yeah, close That's enough. It's Super Smash it's Bros. One, yeah, it's one of the beat-em-ups. It's a, yeah, just a beat-em-up kind of game. And uh, again, you get different players with different weapons. And me and Liam just started playing it this one time. <laughs> Liam showed me the game. And I was like, this is pretty cool. We hopped online and we were actually pretty badass at it. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we, we were pretty good. Yeah. So we started playing that. But I was like the only one that like tipped the scales. I was like, okay, I want to like actually yeah. play um but yeah i i really like brawlhalla mostly i first downloaded it as a four-player couch co-op game that's casual easy to get into um even my friends who aren't really big gamers could play it and it's only a couple buttons realistically yeah so it's it's very accessible but so i, I played it with some of my friends here and we were all bad at it it's tons of fun and then i showed it to kevin and we got competitive with it so all of a sudden a month later we we're just playing competitive getting our rank up like learning how to play the game yeah. and i have some friends over again and we're playing couch co-op and i i just obliterated them <laughs> yeah. and i didn't really mean to but even going easy a bit i felt like come on they should it's be like, doing uh, better but yeah yeah so now it's a bit hard to play <laughs> with uh with just friends I yeah because yeah. <laughs> you really have to tone it down to a point where you're like am i even playing yeah 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 you guys be like walking around and jumping so. yeah but the couch co-op is a lot of fun that's yeah. a huge thing for me because 90 percent of the time i'm only playing games with friends yeah i do play single player sometimes uh but not as much as i used to yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, red dead was a a big one that kept me busy for a long time yeah. like red dead redemption 2 that that was tear-jerking oh that was heart-wrenching I, rockstar does a great job with all their games oh yeah you know like i have to give them credit because they're just they're always on top of their games oh yeah like yeah. well gta 6 will never come out but, <laughs> no but like they're always on top of all their games like red dead one was just something you've never seen before oh yeah you know there wasn't a game out there that was western cowpoke uh, simulator yeah yeah, yeah exactly <laughs> and and it wasn't just it was just open world. You yeah. know, you could, you wanted to lasso someone up and tie them up. You can do that. <laughs> you yeah. want to throw them off a train. You can do that. You know, the, uh, the old generation consoles, I think couldn't handle that. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. the biggest levels that you would get would be maybe like halo campaign levels sort of mm-hmm. thing where it's very linear. So, you know, it's loading and unloading certain parts yeah. of level as you go through the game freezes for a second. Every time it gets to a checkpoint. Yeah. Um, yeah, Red Dead was incredible. It was amazing. Mm-hmm. Amazing. That's probably one of my favorite games of all time. I yeah. Have to say. Probably had to be mine, too. Yeah, Red Dead is 
One of the best. One of the best. <laughs> we'll do, uh, I think, one more old-time game before we get into what we're playing now. Yeah. Um, um, I'm thinking what, the very first game you remember playing ever. It doesn't have to be, like, competitively. Like, are you talking, like, old, like, GameCube kind of stuff? Yeah, like, back when we were, like, <gasps> six GameCube. and we just figured out how okay. to play video games. <laughs> uh, you know what? <laughs> I, I really liked Nintendo. That was my first thing was a GameCube. Yeah. Um. But then I got like Nintendo Wii and all that. Kind of, I was really into Mario. Oh yeah, those like, are good. Mario games and stuff like that. So I had two of my favorite: uh, Mario Party Five. Okay. Mario Party Five slammed. It was so good. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then Paper Mario. Oh, I loved Paper Mario. Paper that Mario was incredible. So good. Yeah. So good. And obviously, everyone's gonna say Mario Kart too, because Mario Kart's a classic. Oh, hundred percent. So I'm just, I'm not. Yeah. Mario Kart's up top. It can't be beat. Mario <laughs> Kart's the best. Just everything Mario. Then oh, we'll still play Mario Kart now. Yeah. Like it's, it's just, it's so, it's just fun to play. Mario Party is is even a still great game where you know, like we're in our twenties. Uh, we're adults, a couple of our friends live on their own, that kind of thing. And even still, we can put on Mario Party and we'll all get so into it. Like, one of us might punch the TV. Yeah, like, literally. <laughs> yeah. Uh, for me, I remember some games on the PS1 that we had. Like, I remember playing uh, a Scooby-Doo game. Looking back at it, it was really funny, some games like that. But first games I remember really caring about... Uh, my older brother had an Xbox 3... Uh, sorry, just the original Xbox. I think it was just called the Xbox. Um, and he had Fable on it, which is a wonderful game. And looking back, you know, for its time, it was like, all right. But yeah. what I loved about that is those games where you make choices, the stuff you do in the game affects the outcome. Yeah, like choose-your-own-adventure choose your kind of game. Yeah, sort yeah. of, right? It was great. And there was that and uh, Halo, Halo 3. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It was kind of new at that time, I think. And Halo 3 is still probably still one of the better games mm -hmm. in that series. So I love that. I try to play it here and there as a throwback, but mm -hmm. I'm thinking about getting it on Steam. <laughs> yeah, no, uh, all the, the Halo games. I remember just going uh, to my buddy's house when I was younger. Uh, the kid down the street and be like, come on over, bring your Xbox controllers, and we'll play some Halo. Oh, you bet. And, uh, and we'd go over there and just we'll duel it out. And it was it was great. I, I loved playing it. I always died. I always died. Every time. <laughs> That's but, part of the fun. Um, it, it was great. Yeah. Yeah. What about uh, games we play now? So, yeah, games we play now, again, a lot different from what we played then. Yeah. We're playing stuff like... Um, Hunt Showdown. We've been playing that a lot lately. Yeah, that's probably our biggest one right now. But we're kind of juggling like eight other games in yeah, the back you burner. Explain, like what Hunt Showdown is? <laughs> oh, I, I hate explaining this, but I think I'm finally getting better at it. Mm. It's a PVE oriented game where the goal is you load in on a map, and you have to find clues on each part of the map, each different compound that lead you to a boss lair. You kill the boss, you banish it, and then you take the bounty from it, and you have to leave the map alive. But the trick is. It's a permadeath game where if you die, that's it. You lose the character for good. And there are 12 players in every match who are out trying to get the same bounty. So they will kill you and steal the bounty from you if they have the opportunity. And it's, I don't want to say Western, but it, more of a plague, disease, like zombie, almost. Yeah. yeah, sort of Western. So all the guns are like bolt action, lever action, rifles, revolvers, single shot stuff mostly. And the game's realistic where one shot to the head will kill you yeah. from just about anything, any distance, whatever. And you have to listen to everything. 
So the biggest thing is having headphones in and hearing footsteps 30 meters away yeah. in what direction, knowing someone's coming and getting the jump on them. Uh, which also makes you play quietly, but if you play too stealthy, like you're crouch walking everywhere, you're just going to get shot in the head because you're an easy target, and yeah. that'll be that. So it's really insanely difficult to actually go through it well, and it's also difficult to explain. <laughs> yeah. But I'm hoping that people listening can actually have some sort of an understanding for it. But either yeah. way, it, it's an incredible game. It There's not really a lot out there that gets my heart pumping mm-hmm. in the way that this game does with how intense it is. Yeah, it's it's pretty competitive. I remember when you guys first showed it to me, I was like, eh, it's all right, you know? Yeah. But then I started playing, and then I got, like, my first kill, and I'm like, I need more, <laughs> you know? Like, yeah. I, I was just like, oh, I, I, it, it's great. Yeah, um, it's, you get pulled cause, in. Because you have games, like, you'll get six kills, you'll take both the bounties, yeah. and then you'll escape, and the next game you get shot in the head within five minutes. Which and sucks. And you're just like, one more game. <laughs> yeah. One more game. That's that, That's the game where it's just like, okay, one more game. One more game. <laughs> that's the thing with with difficulty oriented games and i love those but it's so intimidating it's really hard to get into really hard to actually enjoy it but once you start doing well in it you get hooked on that sort of adrenaline mm-hmm. that it gives you yeah which is fun uh like i'm a big fan of the soul series which are known for their difficulty they sort of started that genre of like probably two difficult games yeah and it's a lot of fun, but it's so satisfying when you've played the game a couple times and you can run through it. You know everything. You know where the enemies are. You know how how they attack, their speeds, how to counter it, and you just speed run it. Like the people that speed run Dark Souls in like twenty minutes, and they, that's crazy. I know, I know, and it takes me twenty minutes to do some of the harder bosses. <laughs> I know. Yeah, and like yeah, we have a bunch of games on the go. Um, we have Sea of Thieves. That's Basically, a lot of fun. Sea of Thieves is just. You are a pirate. Yeah. You own a pirate ship, yeah. and you find go, treasure. You find treasure, yeah. and you return it back, and you get the money. Uh, but watch out, there's other people against PvP. Um, not really PvP. There is in it, and there's game modes where it's focused on PvP. But I think that a lot of people just in the base game understand they just want to go get their own money. Yeah. But you can go raid other pirate ships and yeah, take the exactly. treasure chests off of them and stuff, which is interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, that's a great game. We were playing some Dead by Daylight. Yeah, we were super into Dead by Daylight for a few months, I think. Three months, I think it was. Um, It was a long time we were into Dead by Daylight. And that's basically kind of like a horror game. Um, Yeah. You have a killer that comes out, um, and there's four players in a match. And the four players have to work together to try to um, fix five generators. After those five generators are fixed, there'll be a door... And you have to open the door. During all this time, there is a monster, killer, whatever, yeah. trying to hunt you down. So you have to stay quiet. You have to hide. You have to run. You have to vault. Try to escape them. And you have to be strategic, right? So if someone's doing a generator, um, if, if three people are doing generators, and you have the one person running the monster, um, it would be a lot easier because all those three generators can get done. Um, but if you have people who aren't that very good, they go down and then they get hooked. Whenever you get hooked, um, someone has to come out and unhook you for you to be able to resume the game. Um, but you only get two hooks, and then on your third hook, you're dead. Dead. Yeah. And there's a timer on both the first hooks, too. 
where if you yeah. just get left on for too long, then you just kind of die. Absolutely. Yeah. So your teammates just can't say, ah, screw you. You know, I'm getting these generators. <laughs> yeah. The, I think the biggest part of Dead by Daylight is you have to work as a unit. Oh, absolutely. Because yeah. if you go down in numbers, you're you're screwed. Oh, yeah. And some of the killers are really good. There's a lot of people that yeah. dedicate a lot of time into playing as yeah. killer. Absolutely. So they know exactly how you're going to loop them, get away from them. They can yeah. cut you off, work around it, or even just cut their losses and yeah. go check the generators for an easier target. Yeah. And then as soon as one person's on the hook, yeah. then suddenly it's it's not 1v4, it's 1v3, which is a major difference. Yeah. And it's a lot easier for that person to target any of the three. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, that's Absolutely. a good game, though. Oh, it's it's a great game. Uh, if you haven't played it, I suggest downloading it. It's on Steam. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's a little shout-out. Yeah. yeah, it's a little shout-out. Uh, I think we play some more indie games, too. Like I mentioned earlier, Human Fall Flat, Hand Simulator, those sort of things. Mm-hmm. Human Fall Flat's a lot of fun. Yeah, that, yeah. that's the kind of game you, uh, you, you and your buddies just say, hey, you want to just, you know, fuck around? And yeah. it's like, yeah, sure, yeah, I'll play around, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's fun. It's just one of those games where it's difficult because the controls are really wonky. Yeah. So you can't get used to it, but it's a lot of goofing off. It's puzzles, too, which is nice. I, I, I'm a big puzzle person. Yeah. I think I was putting together jigsaw puzzles, like, at least twice a week, when, you know, all the way up until I was eight or something. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was big on that. Uh, also, yeah, and, like, <laughs> I think right when you load in... The controls are a little bit weird, too. So you have to figure out the controls. you got to move this, like limp body it kind of reminds me of that ragdoll game remember that ragdoll game is like beat your ragdoll buddy oh yeah yeah, yeah one game? of those flash games yeah. online so i used to do that and uh it's like a ragdoll and you gotta like pull yourself up and like like liam said figure out puzzles and everything <laughs> uh but like the first thing you do you want to grab your buddy's head you jump off and you start like <laughs> beating yeah. them up and yeah. <laughs> then you gotta get serious because you get through it so yeah, exactly again yeah. another game based on teamwork so yeah, there's a lot of stuff we go through, right? And yeah. I, I think that's what keeps gaming fun for us, too, is the yeah. diversity in it, where we don't strictly play shooters, we don't strictly pay, uh, play competitive PvP, yeah. we don't strictly play solo. We we do mix it up a lot. We have a very wide variety of games that we play. We do. We do. Yeah. We have a lot we play. Which is fun. Um, which is good, because then we're like, oh, we're bored of this game? Well, we have millions of others, you yeah. know? Um, we can't. We don't have to be stuck on just one game. So yeah, we'll always have options. Oh, we'll always have options. All right, I think we can get into the options a bit more on our next podcast. I think we're going to wrap this up for today. Yeah, it was a great podcast. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> I, uh, I did like it. It was a lot of fun, and this was our very first episode that we recorded. So I'm hoping that this podcast takes off. I'm hoping that everyone enjoys listening to it and sticks around to see us grow. Yeah, that's the most important thing. When we talked about making the podcast, we were just thinking, we don't want, we just don't want to be famous. We want, to, we just <laughs> wanted people to download the podcast to just have something to listen to. You know, um, you're just you're bored one day, you have a long car ride, long commute to work, or anything. Throw us on for thirty minutes. Hope we cheer you up. That's yeah. that's what we're here to do. It's what the idiot culture is for. It's a little on demand company, I guess, right? With the chit chat that we do, which is nice. Uh, very casual, easy to make, and you know what? I hope we keep picking this up and we keep doing this every week because it's a lot of fun. And yeah, and that's it, exactly like we're having fun. That's the most important thing. Yeah. Um, and I hope you guys are having fun listening. So uh, that's great. So thank you for listening to our first episode of Idiot Culture. 
please stick around and listen to our future episodes in the podcast. And we hope you guys had a great time. But for now, this is Liam and Kevin, and we guys hope you had a great night. Bye 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 bye. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowl and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, ninety-six percent replied that Bowl and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a thirty-night guarantee. Plus, get fifteen percent off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code Buttery. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to eighty percent less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.